HMA Fantasy Wrestling brings you the Best of the Decade Dual Tournament, based off of Flow Wrestling Radio Live's recent series on individual athletes. This new project brings together wrestling minds from all over the country to decide which college wrestling team can claim the title of the best team of the decade. Prepare for pandemonium, excitement, and of course, entertainment. Especially considering that Jordan Burroughs steps on a landmine and goes out there. No. And then that's it. <laughs> the rules are simple. Each college team gets to draft an all-star lineup based off of the last 10 years of competition. Once each team is settled, the HMA crew assigns different teams to the sports of greatest minds to vote on each match in the event for the entertaining series. Each host has one landmine to use in a round. Similar to FRL, a landmine can wreck all votes from the community and the other hosts. A landmine is used on individual match and it's the only place you can get bonus points for your team. The next episode of HMA Fantasy Wrestling is here. Let's let it roll. What's up, everybody? We are back with the next episode of the HMA Fantasy Wrestling Podcast. Um, I am joined here today by a host of guests. Uh, we had a little bit of trouble getting started, but we are here finally, and we have Mr. Jude Swisher as always. How you doing, Jude? Excellent. I'm doing fantastic. Cool, cool. Sam Herring? I'm doing great as well. Uh, I'm really excited to get going, Ben. We've been uh, chopping down trees for the last couple of days, so I've been pretty busy, but I'm ready to take a break and, and talk yeah. some wrestling. Sam, literally chop wood, carry water? Literally chop wood, not <laughs> carry water. When we're All right. water. We also have two other guests. We got Mr. Jack Mueller. How you doing, Jack? Doing all right. Doing all right. All right. And then our final guest uh, for the show tonight, Mr. Jordan Conaway. How you doing, Jordan? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so we're we're stoked to get jumping into this episode um, because you know up till now we we've we've had a lot of really good matches. They've gotten better and better each round. We're we're down to the semifinals now. So the great matches that we had are going to get even better. Um, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to throw it up here in a second. Sam, give me uh give me screen sharing privileges, and uh, I'll throw the bracket up for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk some wrestling. So, uh, mm. Jordan, have you ever you ever been on a podcast or done anything like this before? Uh, no, it's his first podcast for me. I uh, do some streaming, but that's about it. Some streaming, dude. Lots yeah, of streaming. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pretty cool. What uh? So, what all do you stream again? Uh, I stream mostly first-person shooters like Fortnite, which is technically not first-person, but, uh, you know, shooters in general, basically, so. Very cool. Uh, Jack, what what jersey are you wearing? So this is like a short-sleeve hoodie for Titan Mercury. We got a – so I, like, broke my foot in the middle of the year last year and couldn't compete at Senior Nationals, but, like, they hooked me up with some gear, so – Nice. I'll wrap it. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of gear, shout out to my man Steve Stinson with the the SNS company. They sent me a uh, a nice care package today. I got I got the hat on. I got the shirt. Um, he produces all sorts of clothing and and posters and graphic design stuff. So if you are looking for that, um, you know where to go. So thank awesome. you to the SNS company. Yeah, and I mean, while we're, we're shouting stuff like that out, um, obviously, guys, if you found us, you probably know where to find us, but um, we are hmawrestling.com. 
Uh, you can follow us on all the social medias, HMA Wrestling, um, you know, all of our individual accounts if you want to. And if you get a second, if you will feel like it and you like it, go ahead, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rate and review. Uh, we would love to, love to see that and hear what you guys think of us. Uh, but without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into this thing. Um, so the bracket, like we talked about, you know, if you're watching this live, um, then you can see our bracket. And if you're not watching it live, you can go to YouTube, uh, HMA wrestling and find it. And so you can, so you can see what we're talking about. Um, but the bracket in front of us, like I said, we're down to the semifinals. Uh, we had a bunch of good matches, uh, but you know, the only, the only blank that we had through the tournament was Penn state over Lehigh. Um, Ohio State got really close though, but uh, had to had to throw a landmine in there from a man, Brayton Lee. But I mean, this is going to be a good one. I'm excited about this one because you know, looking at it before, I really thought it was going to go pretty chalk. Um, but Wisconsin, man, they they had a uh, they had a run, and uh, I mean, I, obviously, you know, having Seth on here definitely probably sways it a little bit towards Wisconsin. Um, and, and he has some really well placed landmines, but and I even got in. I had a, a guy kind of uh, talking talking to me on Facebook. I wouldn't say arguing, but just kind of talking about how he didn't think it was it was real that that Andrew Howe could never stick Kyle Dake. Um, what are y'all's opinions on that? I don't think it's likely, but you know, people get caught sometimes. Especially a guy like Andrew Howe. Like the way you described it as a bear hug, man. That that could definitely happen. Just sucked him down. And sticks him. We've never seen Kyle Dake um, get pinned, really. Not that I can think of, just because he's that good of a wrestler. But uh, you know, I, I think he definitely could, especially against a guy like Andrew Howe. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like you say, whatever you want, man. But Andrew Howe has the ability to throw anybody on this planet on his back. I mean, you stare into that man's eyes. You, I, I would want to lay down personally. <laughs> so. Um, but I'm not Cal Dake, so that's an argument for Cal Dake. Um, but either way we look at it, Wisconsin, a couple of upsets, got to the semifinals, and we are ready to set up Penn State versus Wisconsin. You guys ready to do this thing? Dude, so ready. Heck yeah. All right, so um, I keep going backwards, man. Anyways, uh, let, let's jump right into this thing, and we'll get started by just kind of hey, going hey, through Jake, the lineups. If you, would, if you wouldn't mind, uh, we've had a lineup change, and we need you to uh, to reset the, the screen share and do it again. All right. Or at least just refresh the page or something like that. Um, but Seth Gross had a last-minute um, change-up for the, for the Wisconsin Badgers, so we got we to gotta get that in there. All right. Oh, man. I'm interested to see what it is. Gas in the game. All right, all right, all right. How, well, how about while that's happening, I will give you guys the rundown on the number one Penn State Nittany Lions lineup. Um, so starting off, 125 pounds, we got Nico Megalutis, 133, Roman Bravo Young, 141, Nick Lee, 149, Zane Rutherford, 157, Jason Nolf, 165, David Taylor, 174, Mark Hall, 184, Ed Ruth, 197, Bo Nickel or Quentin Wright, and 285, Anthony Kassar. And this team is looking pretty filthy, guys. It's looking pretty filthy. Yeah, there's no holes in that team for sure. Goodness gracious. It's rough, dude. It's rough. Um, Jacob, yeah. how's it coming? Good, good, man. I, uh, I got it right here. All right, yank that sucker up. 
All right, so our last-minute lineup change was at 133. Looks like Seth chose to sit himself. Oh, no, 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 no. He bumped himself up. Ah, mm. That's even more fun. Um, all right, well, uh, who put the Wisconsin lineup together? Sam. Sam, Sam did. Sam, tell us about it. Seth Gross. So, uh, 125, you got Ryan Taylor up to Tyler Graff, then Seth Gross. That was where the lineup um, change took place. Seth Gross replaced Tristan Moran. Tyler Graff replaced Seth Gross. Moving up, you got Kyle Rochelle, Isaac Jordan, Andrew Howe, Ryan Christensen. Uh, we got two guys weighing in today for, for Wisconsin at 184. You got Travis Rutt and Ricky Robertson. Um, up at 97, Trevor Branvold. And at heavyweight, two guys weighing in again, Connor Medbury and Trent Hilger. So, uh, so solid lineup for the Badgers. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, and then Sam. Since you are the, the lower-seeded team, tell us where are we going to be starting this duel? All right, so uh, because Seth wasn't here, I had, to, I had to put some thought into this. Um, and I think in order for us to get the best go and our best draw, I think we should start at heavyweight. Okay. Yeah. Well. Heck, yeah. Okay, let's, get this, let's get this guy rolling. So – <clears throat> Jordan, if you would, would you tell us a little bit about Anthony Kassar? Anthony Kassar, all right. So, I mean, if you're going to ask for my pick, obviously I'm going to be biased. I'm going to be picking probably Penn State guys. But, nice. Um, I mean, he's had a pretty crazy career, you know, coming off a couple injuries that he's had. And, and uh, I remember he was cutting a decent amount of weight when he wrestled off Shakur. And uh, – the next year he's wrestling heavyweight and he's huge. So he just kind of had a, you know, great off season, got big enough for, for heavyweight. And, you know, he, he healed up and all the injuries were kind of in the past and he did really well. So, um, I mean, definitely going to yeah. go with Kassar on this one, but he, you know, I just thought it's crazy that he just, he's wrestling 197 or whatever and just goes right up to two, uh, 285 and he's not small, you know? Right. And like same with like, uh, if you remember, Chris Shakur wrestled like whatever one sixty five. Yeah, he did one year. So yeah, both of them, they both they both like, yeah, just gained a ton of weight. Um, so I was sure that was kind of cool how that that so sorted I, out. I think the real question here is Jordan: Is Anthony Kassar your wrestling partner in the room? <laughs> <laughs> oh, every now and then, yeah. <laughs> if he wants someone quick, you know what I mean. He goes with me. Nice. Hey. Awesome. All right, Sam, who, who the Badgers got? All right, so this one, it really wasn't too hard. We're going to throw out Connor Medbury. Trent Hilger has losses to Anthony Kassar, and uh, Medbury is the better wrestler here for this duel. Um, came into this, Hilger was a little bit banged up, so our only option was Connor Medbury. Jeez. Uh, All right, All right t do you want to tell us a little bit about Medbury? Sure, man. Um, Connor Medbury was – an NCAA finalist against Kyle Snyder. In that season, his only loss was to Kyle Snyder. Um, I think that was what the – was that the 2017 season? I think you're right because 2016 he got uh, – Yeah, so he was ranked second that whole year. Um, he's an All-American a bunch of years, 2015, 16, 17. I think he was an All-American. Um, and, yeah, I think he's an incredible – Incredible heavyweight. Um, obviously, Anthony Starr has that national title under his belt, but he did not wrestle a Kyle Snyder. So, 
You're also the Gable Stevenson. That is not Kyle Snyder. Sam, right, well, I'm taking issue with this, man. You, ah, Trent Hilger is spelled with two L's. <laughs> I had it in here correctly, and you changed it back. Nice. I did not change it. Uh, back. I'm changing it's it. It's gonna... Let it be. Let it be. No, nope, right. not letting it be. I, I'm, uh, I'm nothing if not. I definitely didn't go back and change it, though. I, must, I might have put it in there wrong earlier, but I didn't go back. All right. All right. Well, hey, let's, let's start off. We'll kick it to, to Jack Mueller. Jack, who do you see taking this first bout in this Honestly, semifinal tournament? Medbury. Um, I think he'd be a national champ if he didn't, you know, have Kyle Snyder in his weight class that year. Um, just really good results all around. Solid wrestler. I mean, without Kyle in the weight, he's undefeated NCAA champ. Um, and then multiple-time All-American, big wins over Bobby Telford and, and other really good guys. Um, you know, I, I just think that he's a solid wrestler, and I think that this is a spot where Wisconsin can win. I'm right there behind you. I think that's the way it's going to go. Um, Anthony Cassaro, is, while he's an amazing wrestler, his peak only has about one year, really. Uh, his senior season, I guess, I don't know what you would call that. His, I don't know, first senior <laughs> season um, was his peak year. Uh, Gable Stevenson's an incredible wrestler, but freshman Gable Stevenson does not match up to the kind of competition that Medbury had. And I'm going to follow suit with Jack and go Trent Hilger for the win. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Kassar because if I remember correctly, Connor Medbury was not the most athletic heavyweight, correct? He's not a. He's not the most. No. no. He's, no. He was a bit big, big guy. Uh, we've seen Anthony Kassar outmaneuver and outmuscle even massive heavyweights. And we've so seen I, Connor Medbury do the same to really um, quick and athletic heavyweights. I think in this match that Anthony Kassar would get. I think he'd get one – he'd get to the legs, but I think he would get at least one big blast double, um, maybe for a four – maybe for, for a two and two. Um, oh, get two backs. Wow. Dude, I think the champ is here, and I'm picking Anthony Kassar. Goodness gracious, man. Wow. All right, so are we, are we down to me? Is that it? No, we got Jordan, man. Oh, wow. Cool. I'm happy I'm not the final pick. Um, Jordan well, – well, Jordan – Let's, uh, let's hear from you. Oh, I mean, I think I'm going to use my landmine on this one. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start off with that. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at the lineup, and I think this is a good time to use it. <laughs> the bang. Nice. Yeah. Right. So what happens? Tell us. Walk us through the match. Oh, boy. Huh. I mean, there's going to be no pins. I know that. Okay, I think I think Kassar gets the first takedown. Quick escape. First period's over. Second period, he goes down, gets out, gets taken down. Make it interesting, okay? Oh, okay. Gets out. Ten seconds left. Now we're in the third period. Now it's other. Who, who is it? Hilger or Medbury? I'm not sure who. Medbury. 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 Okay. So then he goes down, but Kassar rides him for over a minute. Then he gets out, so it's technically what? It's tied with the riding time point, so he's up one. He gets a takedown and rides him the rest of the time. Nice. All right. So it's kind of close, but he gets it done. Now, does he have the flash tat for uh, – does he have no, the, the fake gold no. chain on or, or no? No, 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 no. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> That's not, not the that best true. version of Anthony. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, all man. right. Well, That's, cool, The funny man. thing is, is 
that's actually probably how this match would go. Um, almost to a T. I, I don't think it would be a huge blowout in either way. I think it would. They both yeah. probably score on each other. Um, I think yeah. that this is uh, one of one of, if not the best matchups of the duel. Like not best, but like most swayable. Tested. Yeah. Um, I think it could really go either way because I'm sitting here and I'm glad that he used the Milan mind because I didn't really want to come down to be the last pick so um, because in my mind, it, well, I don't know. in my mind, I'm thinking like, because Sar is so athletic and just, just seeing what he does, he's kind of like a Snyder in that effect of, you know, Snyder really did handle Connor Medbury. Like he, he didn't destroy him or anything, but he beat him 6-3 in NCAA finals. Um and so I can definitely see that, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know how comfortable I am comparing Kassar to Snyder. Um, they are training partners, and well, yeah, I, mean, I would venture to guess that they probably have some pretty good goes in the room. But they didn't at this time because we're talking mm. about peak college right. um, performances. But yeah, now I wouldn't have known which way to go. Um, I probably would have leaned more Kassar. Um, but it's over landmine three zero. The Nitty Lions are on the board first, and we are going to circle back around to the top and go Nico Megalutis versus Ryan Taylor. Um, so, Sam, you want to start us off and tell us a little bit about Ryan Taylor? Yeah, so Ryan Taylor was actually a guy that was plagued with injuries throughout his career um, for the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, he had um, – so because of the injuries, he did not have his full um, career, but I believe he was a couple-time – um, NCA qualifier. He was an All American in 2015, and yeah, he's a really solid guy for um, the Badgers. And I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he came out of Jeff Jordan's program in Ohio um, yeah. at St. Paris Graham. So yeah, he's a, he's a three time NCA qualifier, 2015 All American. Awesome, uh, kid. Jordan, do you want to tell us a little bit about Nico? Is he still around the program? Uh, sure. He he actually he wrestles with, with uh, the Pitt program now, but um, well, obviously you know Nico's a goer. He just wrestles like a madman the whole time. Um, you know he just he has that high pace and he you know he moves people around so much and wears them out that you know he just you know gets on the legs and finishes. It might take a little while, but he gets it done somehow. Um, but between these two, I mean, I wrestled Ryan Taylor a couple times, uh, actually twice in high school and a couple times in college, and we had some good matches. Um, and he's tough. Like, he's super explosive. So I think this would be a pretty good – this would be a pretty close match. Um, Fun fact, I, uh, I interviewed Nico Megalutis today for the Young Guns virtual training thing, so got to learn a little bit about him today. He's a cool nice. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the crazy thing about him, I cannot believe he has a full time job as a financial planner slash advisor and is still a full time athlete at the Pitt RTC. That's absolutely insane. Right. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. I I think this match would be, this match would be close. Obviously, I go with Nico because I'm being biased, but Ryan Taylor, I I think he'd give him a little bit of trouble for, you know, at least the first part of the match, if he doesn't get you know wore out by Nico, um, right. Ryan, Ryan Taylor's hips was like, he long? So explosive. Was he a long guy? Was Ryan long, or was um, not real long? No. Okay. He's super explosive has really good hips. Hmm. So well, I'm gonna follow suit. I'm taking Nico Megalutis. Um, 
the you know the man like you said he's a goer but also he has incredible um body control within the scramble and he can you know has a full split that he can go to very athletic guy um so i think i'm gonna take nico here in this match the way Jack, i see you this got? match playing out oh, same. Same. uh sorry i gotta interrupt but i i feel like nico megalotis he's very out out in the distance he he stays back and shoots far outside singles and stuff. And Ryan Taylor's hips are, are really, really good, and so he can stop that down block it. And I see, like, a reattack. Um, Ryan Taylor's fitting into that into that single leg. But, man, Nico, Nico is so tough on those single leg finishes. So he would have to stop it at very shallow grip, if you know what I mean. So um, I'm going to go with Ryan Taylor by fall landmine. Oh, my gosh! Wow! <laughs> back to back oh, for you. There they are. Well, that's it. <laughs> All right, thanks, Sam. How could you, dude? I feel bad because I was just talking to him earlier, but <laughs> oh, that's it, dude. Did you that. seriously just interview Nico today and then turn <laughs> and stab him in the back? <laughs> it's no crazy. chill, no chill. That is absolutely wrong. But so the pin here, the pin here is a s- attempted single leg from Nico. Lefty, he shoots a lefty this time. And then Ryan Taylor sprawls, goes body cradle, sits it back with like a Sanderson steel kind of thing, Ben Askren move, uh, and locks up a cradle and sticks him. So that's what's happening. That kind of sounds like what Delgado did in yes. the final. Yep. Exactly. It that. does. Funny story about Nico. Um, when I made the U23 team, uh, I got invited to go to the senior world team camp out at like Colorado Springs and uh all the senior guys were there all the juniors whatever and I think Nico was the hardest working guy in that room out of everyone very was, hard worker yeah he's really hard worker for sure like, Jordan would you uh would you roll with him making me feel so bad yeah okay. <laughs> we, we wrestled a lot <laughs> oh man a lot the past or the, those five years wow uh, okay so I guess we are done with landmines for the rest of this episode. Thank you, Sam. No now problem. it's easy. Now you made our job easy, Sam. Well, Thanks. Well, yeah. All right. Well, you know, s- screw it then. You know, I guess Andrew Howell <laughs> doesn't have a chance at another body lock pin. Um, but that would really piss some people off, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> 133 pounds. Were you going to do that, Jacob? Were you going to do that? Maybe. <laughs> F. I had some people really upset about it today, and I might have done it again. Nice. <laughs> no, you would have made me real upset about that one, dude. I was just scared Jude or Jordan would have landmined. I would have let you do it, man. I would have. It would have uh, been all you. All right. Well, oh, I would have landmined before that. Are you kidding me? Either way, kidding me. let's uh, let's get what into this thing. Would you landmined, Jude? I don't, I don't know. Maybe really he doesn't out. know. Maybe, don't, maybe don't Kyle Rochelle. Him. Maybe George, Isaac Jordan. I mean. No offense, no offense, rather for the pinners, dude. I, hey, right. funny story. Do you guys remember when when they were talking about this was last year on Flow Wrestling Radio Live? They were talking like, man, I I don't think Nolf can win the Hodge because he he doesn't pin guys. He gets a lot of texts, and then they pulled up his stats, and it turned out he had like whatever twenty three pins that year so far, and like two texts. <laughs> yeah, were, that's wow. definitely wrong. Yeah, because what because what Nolf does is he scores a lot of points and then he pins you and so people are you know yeah. the match ends quick either way but he makes sure to get that six all right hey one second i just gotta move the lamp I'll- 
No worries. Um, but let's do 133 now. So uh, looking at 133, what we have set up is Roman Bravo Young for Penn State versus uh, Seth Gross actually made a last-second adjustment. He bumped himself to 141 uh, like he did to wrestle Bryce Meredith. We've seen him do it before. Um, so he bumped himself to 141 so, and slid in Tyler Graff. against Bryce Meredith, he couldn't bump up uh, for this one. So I don't think he realized – what followed, like if, if what it so was you're saying, for him to bump okay. up. I you're, think he took that into mind. Like, man, when HMA Fantasy does this in a couple of years, that's why I got to bump up. <laughs> Thanks. That's, that's the only Except. reason. Uh, but my – so, okay, we made the, this lineup, you know, obviously a couple of weeks back. Um, I want to get Jordan's take on 133 with RBY because I think there's an argument to slide, to slide Jordan into 133. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, we, I only wrestled Ty, Tyler Graff one time. I was able to get the win, but um, I would say if it was between these two guys, um, Roman is so athletic. I mean, he's so athletic, and he, he goes the whole time. And Tyler Graff does too, as long as he's, you know, he's feeling fresh and he's not cutting too much weight because I think that was a big issue um, for him for a little bit, you know. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's it's a close match. It comes down to take down the third period. All right. Uh, Jack, have you wrestled around with either of these guys? Uh, I wrestled with Roman a long time ago. Um, I was a little bigger than him, a little more mature. Um, but I could tell he was – he was super athletic and going to be really good. Um, I'm a huge fan of RBY. Um, I've never wrestled with Graf, but I know in freestyle he's got a monster gut. Um, yeah. So he's strong as an ox. So my question is this. Is RBY going to be able to get Graf moving? Because where RBY really picks up his scoring is when he's faking, snapping, jumping all around, you know, and he gets, like, hard to keep track of. So – um, right. Will he be able to to move around graph like that, or it will be graph? Not only will, will he be able to do it, well, but will he be able to do it for seven minutes? Because I feel like we've seen him fade sometimes when he does stuff like that. Um, his matches with um, Sammy Alvarez, he kind of faded because those guys go at it so hard and put so much energy up um, that they both fade at the end of the matches. And I, don't... I think that that might might happen to Roman Bravo Young if he goes all out, like you're saying, with fakes and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think they it'll be like that. I think it'll be a really slow match. Me too. Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit. So, like, DeSanto, when he wrestles RBY, which is weird, DeSanto's super high-paced and sometimes RBY's super high-paced. Right. But those matches are really slow because RBY's job is to, is to slow him down. And uh, I think we'll get a little bit more of that in this match. But this one's really tight. I think – um, if you had to compare uh, Roman Bravo or yeah Roman Bravo or Young to someone Tyler Graff has wrestled because obviously they don't have a head to head, I'd say Nashon Garrett is about as close as a style matchup uh, as you can get, and uh, you, those guys have gone back and forth over the years. I don't think they wrestled in college, um, but freestyle scene, international stuff, they've wrestled a bunch and gone back and forth. So it's hard to judge this match. It's going to be really really tight. Mm. Uh, so I'll I'll take a stab at it first. Um, I think you know everything you guys said is completely right. The athleticism of RBY is just insane, um, and, and he for me uh, a big thing that sticks out about RBY is his his progression, his 
his jump after year one because um, he was very good year one, obviously. Um, but he looked he man he the beginning of this year I was thinking all right RBY is like really good he's kind of that tier two guy like right you know, you know trying to break through but he's not going to win a title you know and then you know a little bit into the year especially when he wrestled Seth Gross I was like okay like this dude can win a title this year like he's right there um, so I think he made a lot of big jumps um, but I- I'm going with Tyler Graff uh, Tyler Graff is a four time All American. He got fifth twice and then third and second. He continuously approved every year. Um, and, you know, the deciding factor for me is any man that can stare down Tony Ramos in front of thousands of people and not blink has got my vote. So. Tyler Graff is cold, man. I've talked to him. I talked to him at the scuffle when he was coaching Rutgers. Oh, was he cold to you at the scuffle, Sam? He was, he was focused. But nicest guy. Nicest guy, but he was focused. That stare down was intense. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, it was, oh, that was, it was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. Um, um, another thing, though, we've talked about this for a couple guys before, but Roman Bravo Young is a true sophomore. He's got another two, possibly three or more years um, left of college to hit his peak, and he's just not to his peak yet. Roman Bravo Young works extremely hard, and he's been getting better for – quite a while and he's getting better a lot faster but we haven't seen like his peak right now is sophomore year and he's going to get better than that and so I just don't think his sophomore year can beat Tyler Graff at his peak so, I 100% agree that's like if, if we talk about this again in two years if he keeps going on the trajectory he's going yeah it's almost 100% going to be the other way for me right. but right now I'm it's Tyler Graff for me the only yeah. reason I think I'm gonna I, I'm I'm really leaning RBY here is because because I'm a Penn State homer. What? Because I'm a Penn State homer. But <laughs> no, so I think Roman actually lines up like uh, stylistically really well against Tyler Graff, um, and I think that especially in this match, peak RBY is he, he has the athleticism, he has the movement. I think he can get to Tyler's legs consistently, and I think he can finish too. Um, the other thing would be that, you know, this year at 133 was, you know, second only to 133 last year, right? Just in a really, really tough bracket, especially in that top four with the Santo Gross, um, Steve Bass, and RBY. Um, and for, for RBY to really take himself from, you know, like Jacob said, objectively a second tier, you know, eighth place guy, um, to shoot himself into the conversation for a, a title is really admirable. Um, and I think that in this match, I'm going to take Roman Bravo Young. So, um, I guess I'll go. Um, so I'm I'm thinking like Graf is really good defense. Took Tony Ramos into double overtime. Has done really well throughout his career. But like we didn't get to see NCAA's, and I I think that RBY would have done really well. Um, would have, yeah. And I mean. I, I keep on going back to, well, Graf is pretty defensive. He could probably shut him down. And then I think of who's like that. Mickey Phillippe, um is super defensive. Yeah. Shut anyone down because um, I worked out with him for a year. And um, I don't know. I just think that RBY, we didn't really get to see it, like where he was at kind of. Uh, NCAAs really brings out the best in people. I think I'm going RBY on this one. Nice. Dang. Nice. All right. Jack. 
Mm -hmm. All right, so whose vote are we missing? Jordan. 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 Comes down to you, dude. Well, this is not good for the um, Packers. Well, I mean, obviously I'm going to go Roman just because nice. you know, I work out with him and stuff. But I think it would go – I don't – I think if Tyler Graff would get, you know, get on his leg, I think there's going to be, you know, scrambles like crazy. Like, I think it's going to be, a, you know, a close match, but Roman would just scramble, scramble, scramble. Like, Roman's really hard to take down. Oh, yeah. I, I think people realize that, but also at the same time, I don't think people do. Like, he is really hard to take down. So, as long as he's, like, you know, he's smart. Like, because sometimes I feel like he gets a little crazy when he's wrestling, but as long as he wrestles smart, he's, you know, his athleticism will probably prevail. So. Roman Bravo Young over Tyler Graff. That's what I like to see. Um, that looked crazy. It's, uh, it's not crazy, Jacob. It's not crazy. I, I and you have recent bias. Hey, so Jacob. Two Penn State homers. Jacob, then. Yeah, for sure I'm biased. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> it's thanks, Jacob. Tyler Graff is good. Like, he's really good, too. <laughs> Jacob, oh, so you get to make a decision here as the host. Um, the Twitter poll has Seth Gross, because that was the lineup at the time, um, no. destroying Roman Bravo Young. And then we switched it. So does the Twitter poll count No. to tie it? All right. No. We're nope. moving on. Please. You played yourself. Congratulations, <laughs> Sam. How did I play myself? You switched oh. the lineup. You would have had the Twitter I, vote. That was I Seth. appreciate you trying to help it us, was an Sam, attempt. But It was an attempt. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but if you nice. really wanted to help, you could have saved your landmine. Um, okay, but, tell me, tell me that Ryan Taylor, like it would have had the same effect, exact same effect. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so let's go to one forty one. Um, one forty one. This, this, and one sixty five are, are arguably the the biggest matchups of the the duel. Um, yeah. And I didn't know we were gonna have this one because Seth just texted in right before and said, "Hey, bump me to one forty one. Slide in Tyler Graff." Um, so I'm excited to talk about this one. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Um, oh my Seth gosh! So I, I hate <laughs> Seth Gross. Seth Gross is my new co-host, along with Jack on the uh, on the podcast. So um, I definitely do not hate Seth Gross. Jack, did you hear what S Jacob said about about Seth? He said he hated him, dude. He yeah, said he no, I heard it. I heard it. Was it crazy. That's so messed up. I can't believe he would say that. Yeah. Well. You know, <laughs> get him down here in North Carolina, and I'll whoop up on him. We'll oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, camo. Oh. He's getting after. Wow. oh, yeah, gosh. bring him down here. Um, but oh man, yeah, no, I'd I'd curl up like a baby and cry. Nice. But, uh, 141 pounds, Nick Lee, oh. Seth Gross. Um, this I would I would really actually love to see this match. Um. You know, obviously, we know the the stats of these guys. Seth being um, a three time All American, made the finals twice, won it once, um, and Nick Lee on the other end is is a three time All American. Got one more year left, um, and him and Pletcher were were the guys to beat at one forty one this year. So he arguably could have been this could have been national champ versus national champ if uh you know if we didn't get hit by the corona and things went Nick Lee's way. Um, so th this would be a, a super fun matchup. Um, what are you guys thinking? Uh, Jack, what are you thinking? Ugh. Lots of scoring, lots of, <laughs> lots of scoring. Um, I'm going to lean towards Seth only because 
uh, I don't know. I just haven't seen Nick Lee on like that national champ level. Yeah, I, I, but like, yeah, I have. I don't know. This is a tough one. This is like the hardest one in the in the duel for sure. I think yeah. I got Seth just because of his uh, his stinginess and um, being able to score late. Yeah, um, I'm going to agree with you. I, I'm not going to say this with him on here, um, but Seth just has that way to like to win matches, man. He just got that that gamer gene or whatever it is. Like so many times this year, watching him with you know Sebastian Rivera, for instance, you know Seabass has taken him down, you know I think two times in a row or something, and then all of a sudden Seth just pulls this throw out of his back pocket, you know, out of nowhere. I mean, he just has that gamer gene. Um, and like you said, you know, we have seen Nick Lee kind of on that level. Um, but you know, we've also seen him, you know, lose to some guy. I mean, not this year. Um, he was awesome. This We're year, taking but, peak Nick Lee here, ah, I, but either way, I don't care. Seth Gross is a gamer. He's going to win this match. I'm right behind you. Jordan Jude, Penn state homers. What y'all got Jordan. Uh, did you ever get a chance to talk about Nick Lee at all? Um, no. So he's so like relentless in his attacks that I mean, but then again, Seth Gross is very scrambly and he'll turn, you know, one shot into a minute long scramble. So, I mean, in a way that kind of goes in Seth's favor, but Nick just, you know, he's kind of like Nico. He just always moving forward, um, using his hands. He's really heavy, you know, on people's heads and, um, you know, obviously I'm picking Nick Lee, obviously. Um, I think, I think if he could really keep the, the tempo high enough, you could maybe, you know, get Seth tired and, and win the match. But it would be a lot of scoring, but it would be close. And I'm going to go with Nick Lee for sure. <sighs> I think I'm going to – I'll follow suit. I'll pick Nick Lee. Nick Lee has forever been one of my – just he's, he's one of my favorite college wrestlers right now. His high velocity of attacks, his, his tenacity, and really, um, you know, pushing the pace the entire match. And also, like – his drive for bonus points, it's just it's so admirable. Um, especially because, you know, he he's not he doesn't look like the the guy who would be, you know, number one. Like just at face value, right? Um, but for most of the year, you know, it was him and Luke Pletcher side by side. Um and I believe Nick definitely could have could have won this uh, this national championships. So I uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Nick Lee in this match. Hey, I'm uh, currently in the middle of texting Seth to tell him that you picked against him. I'm going to text Seth, too, and tell him that uh, that you specifically said. Um, all right, all right, all right. Listen, um, I just got a steaming hot take, all right? Uh-oh. All right. It's from no Aaron Little. Yet, by the way. It's from Aaron Little. Well, I don't think any of these matches would really be bonus points. Uh, but Aaron- Nico might be normally, like, without a landmine, you know. Ryan Taylor got the pen there. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. (laughs) Okay. Seth, Seth barely beat RBY in the dual meet, right? Like, like it was a very close match. Um, But, and also Seth lost to DeSanto, you know? So I, I think that Nick Lee is a tier above both RBY. um, Who lost to Tristan Moran? What if we pulled that on you? You can't Listen. pull losses like that. Nick Lee lost to Tristan Moran. Nick Lee also majored Tristan Moran this okay. year. Who you, 
Pedro's also beat Peak, up Sebastian Rivera and DeSanto and. Sebastian. Was it this year? Was it this year? Yes. I'm talking recent. I'm talking peace. Yes. yes, he beat DeSanto. Yeah, but he didn't beat, beat up, Open. dude. That was a close match. What are you talking about? I don't know. Close match. Big Ten. He beat Rivera pretty bad when he lad dropped him. Gross and Rivera. That right? Wasn't the final yeah. score like eight to eight to yeah, six? It was like eight to six, but that was like a bunch of escape points and stuff like that. It was <laughs> a six point throw. That's, that's still yeah. points, dude. That's okay. still how the match is scored. Right, I think Nick Lee is a tier above these guys, and I think Nick Lee would beat Seth Gross in a match. Did you just say that Nick Lee was a tier above Seth Gross? I, I think he's – I think common opponents, I think Nick Lee is, is beating RBY, and I think he's beating DeSanto, and I think, you know, and Seth Gross common Seth losses. Because he did. He also lost to these guys, dog. Okay. Well, um, I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it doesn't matter. I was I was just making the argument for argument's sake, but, yeah, well, but if you want to throw in transitive property things, you know, oh, I don't know if the match has ever I don't know if the match has ever happened. Um, but uh, you're talking about, you know, who Seth kind of had close matches and lost and, and hypothetical matchups. What about if Michich and Lee wrestle? Who are you taking there? Because oh. that's who Seth beat in the national finals. That match and would be so pretty bad. handily. So crushed him. Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't think Seth's peak was this year. I think it was when he won the national title. I agree. I completely he agree. He's killing everyone. Hey, um, to be fair, was – I don't know, actually. Was Michich hurt? No, that was this year. Yeah, that, oh, was, okay. that was – No, but I thought he was hurt at the national wow. tournament. But I could be wrong. Yeah, no, that, was the, that, was the year, that was the year after um, because okay. he was fine when Seth wrestled him. It was the okay. next year when Suriano won the weight class that he uh, hit okay. Suriano in the semis and he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. If I'm going to be completely honest, I think there's so many matchups. I would love to see Nick Lee wrestle. Like, like so many. Like, especially a lot of like the upper echelon 133 guys. Like, man, like Michich, Nick Lee, how could you see that going, dude? It would be awesome. It would be so hey, good. Hey, j- just so you know, I just got a text from Seth. He texted me a video of him beating Nick Lee. When? <laughs> uh, it was a, it's a freestyle match, but whatever. Either way, he just right. said messed up, LOL, and sent me the, the video. Dang. How man. long ago? Uh, I, it looks like it was probably like right, I'll look it this. this uh, also, can I remind you, know, you guys really? of the 2018 NCAA semifinals? No, it wasn't this year. It's was 60 kg, so it might have been like a year ago or something. 2017. Year ago. Um, 20, 2018 NCAA semifinals at 133. Which one? You guys know what happened? There's two of them, Sam. In 2018, 2018 NCAA finals at 133. Oh, I thought you said semifinals. Excuse me. Three? Yeah, no, it's semi semifinals too. Meech beat Luke Plutcher 8-4 and then got destroyed by Seth Gross in the next match. Who's Luke Pletcher? If you want to go transit a property like that and common opponents, All Luke right. Pletcher going down a rabbit hole <laughs> that Jordan did not sign up for. Um, so let's go to 149, um, where there is no landmines left. So Zane Rutherford is not going to get hit with a cement mixer again. Um, because that happens. If uh, Jordan doesn't know, you know, Christian Piles got on the show last time and opened up the duel. Um, with a Smith mixer over Zane Rutherford. Um, so, 
that's, that, that can't happen again. Um, unless we all agree on it, I guess. But I'm not <laughs> No. Um, or the majority so, of us. 149, Zane Rutherford versus Kyle Rochelle. Uh, oh. Sam, remind us, who is Kyle Rochelle? Kyle Rochelle is a head coach at University of Tennessee <laughs> at Chattanooga. Um, he, I, I've said this every time, but he is, um, he was a representative for the United States of America team at the Pan Am Games one year at 74 kg. Um, he was, let's see, he was a 2009 All-American third place and 2010 fourth place at 49. So two-time All-American top four, um, solid guy for the Badgers, not their best ever, but very, very solid guy. Not on Xander Rutherford caliber, but um, a solid guy for the for the Badgers. Yeah, right. and then Conway. That, tell us about tell us about Zane the train Zane train. <laughs> I mean, he is definitely another hard worker. You know, he kind of a madman like like Nico. But uh, I mean, you guys already know how tough he is and how tough he is on top. So I'm going with Zane. Um, oh yeah, he just—he's just crazy on top, and obviously the later part in his college career, he got a lot better on his feet too. So, um, Zane is definitely one of the one of the all timers. Um, I mean, yeah. he he won three titles. He got what did he get fifth or something? He kind of like he fell down a little fifth, bit yeah. the first year, um, yeah. but but that year he he beat Logan Steber. That was yeah. his freshman year, I think, too, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, and then he redshirted, and he came back, and he destroyed everybody that stood in his way for oh, three years. Oh, my gosh. Um, he's one play. of the best to ever do it, and he's one of those guys – you're talking about, like, the top wrestling. When I watched Zane, it was almost like he just took people down just to get into that position on top. Like, it wasn't like uh, – I mean, obviously, that that's a pretty obvious thing, but, like, that's where he wanted to live was just to be on top and just – torment and turn and kill these guys you know um and, and he he was crazy good on top that that bow and arrow is that that what you guys call it up there i or call like it a bow, bow and arrow, arrow. yeah um that it was it was so much fun to watch and just the pain on people's faces um i oh, i am sorry but kyle rochelle that the bow and arrow is coming for you um i'm gonna uh, I, i'm borderline major here I'm thinking I'm maybe major. You're going to say uh, tech? Dude, I'll go with that major decision. I'm, I'm saying major decision. I'm following major decision for Zane Rose. Yeah, that sounds good to me. And I'm not, I'm not saying – I think it's like it's like a 9-1, 10-1 major decision, like a 8-9 you know, point for me personally because um, Kyle Rochelle was, was great. Um, but same, man, major decision. Well, 2017 NCAA championships, he went, he teched Maruka in the second, then he teched the next guy, teched the next guy, stuck Sorensen in the first period, and then teched in the finals. I just like. Insane. Unreal. He could tech, he could tech him. <laughs> he could tech Kyle Rochelle. Oh, he, he sure could. Unreal. <laughs> I'll go, I'd go tech. I'm, if you guys want to talk about it, I- <laughs> I'm staying with the major. Well, we're not going tech. We're going major decision. I have respect for Kyle Rochelle. Um, Sorry, Kyle. But, hey, uh, I get a little too. I'm just, you said he was the, one of the best. Right. Well, Jack has no respect for Kyle Rochelle, so I hope he sees <laughs> well, this. I respect uh, Kyle Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, 
You, you just said he'd get teched. Come on, man. I would get very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, it's, dude. It's not. It's not saying very much to say like, oh, you'd get teched by Zane Rutherford. That doesn't. That doesn't say very much. Just because. Wow. Okay. Well, no. I mean, not you. I mean, anyone in general. Just like he's just on another level, right? He's he's incredible. He had the most. What did he have? The most dominant high school, uh, college season of all time, right? His junior season. Is that right? I don't know. I think maybe David Taylor's sophomore season might have been, might have been there. He's talking about bonus points. I think he only yeah bonus points. He only missed one bonus point match. I think David Taylor. Maybe it might be the same for Zane. Actually, Zane. I think Spencer could have had it too this year. Dude, I think Zane walked off the mat. Maybe not early. Yeah, Jack's sitting here going, "I would have hit this man in the semifinals." There's no way in hell. <laughs> you're like I'm he'd, not have had a, he'd have had a he'd have had a L. Um, you're like, oh man! Hey, I did a little digging. So this match, Seth Gross versus Nick Lee, it's, it's it was posted in 2016, uh, Junior World Team Trials. Yeah, and the Nick's in high school. Seth, Seth, Junior yes, Nick was Nick was in high school. Yeah, Nick was in high school. Nick, Nick was in high school, and Seth had already been wrestling. He was he was registered under SDS. Uh, so yeah, South Dakota, SDSU. I know what you mean. That yeah. means, dude. That means Seth had already come from Iowa at this point. Like, you're in the college room. Nick is still a high school kid. All right. Wait. So you're, you're saying that? This, are you saying that this was? I'm saying that this, this match was this does Iowa not Seth. Have any impact on this? So are you, you saying this is Iowa Seth? Because Iowa Seth is is even a complete different animal from from. <laughs> You know, South Dakota State. So if you want to argue I'm saying that, is, that Nick Lee was not as good, well, Seth wasn't as good at that point. So I'm saying we already, we already picked on that match. Well, I, all I'm saying is this doesn't really like help Seth's argument here because they, they were, you know, Nick no, was a high school kid. You're at the right. Time. It doesn't really matter. Because all right. It doesn't matter. The, the duel's over. We'll so continue. Then, but head to head matches don't mean that much either. All right. Fair. It's fun to talk about, though. All right. Okay. 157 pounds. Jordan Conway, let's kick it to you. Tell us about Jason Wolf, please. Um, as many of you guys know, he's very unorthodox. Um, goes really hard, just like a lot of Penn State guys, because that's, you know, what we're taught. But he just, I don't know, he's so creative in his attacks. Yeah. And I don't know, I mean, I'm definitely going Jason Nolf. I think he majors Isaac Jordan. <laughs> Wow. Oh my him. gosh! Actually, no. I think he. If unless I'm thinking of, I'm getting people mixed up. Maybe Zane. Maybe it was Zane that wrestled him. Didn't he tech him? Or is that Zane? That was Zane. Would have probably really in a, a duel meet at Ohio State. I think I it was think it Zane or no. You're thinking of Micah Jordan. Oh, that's Micah Jordan. Oh, yeah. You're right. This is a different Jordan. That was different Ohio Jordan. State. There's like this three is of the them. Jordan that wrestled Daringer in the finals. Okay. Yeah. Mm, well, uh, I, yeah. I don't I'm know. Still, I'm still. I'm still cool with Major, though. Um, I think I Isaac... I Jason Olf one time, of note. All right. <laughs> um, Tell the story, Sam. If you're going to... I've told it before, stuff. but um, this is... It's kind of crazy, but... Uh, so, Jason Olf, a Young Guns wrestler, obviously. Um, I do a lot of Young Guns stuff, and I was at a camp of theirs one time. And at all of Jason Olf's camps, or at least the Young Guns ones, he does... He has, like, a dance-off, and he... Um, has like a competition for dancing or whatever in between the techniques he teaches. 
Um, and so I don't know. I, I'm not a dancer at all, and I'm a I'm a wrestler and I can't dance, but I did it and uh, and I won somehow. But he the deal was he said if you get to the finals you have to go against me, and then when I made the finals he said you know what it's a wrestling match not a dance off. So I was like, all right, cool. Stuck him in a cradle. And then took my ankle bands off, imaginary ankle bands, and put them on the imaginary line. It was great. Yeah, that's his OCD. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, Sam, did you, did you tell us about Isaac Jordan? Uh, no, he's, um, what is it, three-time All-American? For- yeah, he's a four-time All-American. Four-time All-American, sure? one-time finalist. Yep, right? he's a four-time All-American. Four-timer. He's a four-timer. I must be um, Okay. For some reason, I thought he got um, he got hurt his junior year and couldn't wrestle. I must be thinking of someone else. No. Uh, he's a four-time All-American. He was a national cool. finalist. Against um, – what's his against name? Alex Daringer. Alex Daringer, yeah. You know, it's funny. Looking him up, I always look at the uh, his bio on Wisconsin when I look up stats for him. And on there, it asks, like, why Wisconsin? They have, like, some funny stuff where they ask him questions and stuff. And it's and he literally just put Barry Davis, period. That's Barry all he Davis. said. Why Wisconsin? Barry Davis. Yeah. That's a pretty good reason. Yeah, that's funny. <sighs> all right. Well, I'm taking Jason Olf. Uh Decision or by major? Major decision. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, major decision. kidding me. I'm following suit. Major decision. I'm, gonna be I'm, I'm taking away my major. Yeah, I, you, you say, I don't think no. I think it'd be it'd be closer than that. Yeah, sorry, Jason. I'm going north by decision. Yeah. It Isaac Jordan was very very good, but I'm afraid yeah. we've uh we've outnumbered it. I think if North had to get bonus points, I think he would. I think he would get it. He could. Um, it's a clo- It is a close. It's a close dual meet right now. How would he get bonus points? You got to think Casey's like, hey man, turn him. we need we need you to to get the points. Him. Yeah, I have a. I mean, I got a question. He gives up points sometimes trying to do that. <laughs> I got a question real quick. How would he do it? So the the FRL guys, um, I think they're talking either today or yesterday. Um, but Nolf was in one of the one of the matches they were talking about. Uh-huh. And they kind of talked about how his trajectory that freshman to sophomore year was just it just skyrocketed. And he like from where he was against IMR to that next year, he just destroyed people. Um, and then they they said that they felt like it kind of tailed off and like he didn't really make a whole lot of jumps after he was just that good and beat that many people. Um, I wanted to know what do you guys think about that? And Jordan, what do you think? I think that happens for everyone after their freshman year. Almost every wrestler, they get like substantially better once they're in college after a year. I just don't – I don't think that I agree with him because they kind of made it seem like he, like, leveled off. And I don't no, think yeah, he I don't did. think he leveled off. No, I, I don't agree with that. As I, a high-level wrestler, especially like Jason Nolf in, the, in, our, in today's world, um, a guy gets scouted and stalled on so much. Yeah, he saw it against Hydley. Well, Not the so, stalling part, but the, the scouting part for sure. Yeah. Their argument was, was the Hydley match pretty much because like, they were saying, like, a couple of guys, you know, hung with him tighter and i think really only hydley did and i think Hydley just hung with him kind of no not really i i if anything i think that it's the exact same argument that guys get a lot better after their freshman year 
right? And so I think I think Hydley was chasing Jason Nolf. And when you're training for one guy, it's a lot easier to catch that one specific guy. And he was a hair away too. I mean, I don't think that's because Nolf got worse. I think that's because Hydley got better. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I obviously, it's hard to I, keep the same level of growth, right? It's hard to maintain that that like you know almost straight up curve that that Nolf had. But, yeah. I mean, I got a few things on that for sure. Heidley's got that annoying body type where he's kind of short yeah. and stocky. Those people are hard to score on. Facts. Also, if you're training for one person like he was, you're going to do a lot better. Um, and then that freshman year of growth, like it's because in high school, like you're, you're doing everything you can and stuff, right? But like a college preseason and a college like weight room will like transform you. So I wrestled Joey Dance in the duel and he measured me and he beat me up pretty good. And then I wrestled him in nationals and I beat him. So like everyone makes those insane jumps their freshman year. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you can go and look at everyone for that. Yeah. yeah I think also personally, um, you know, we saw the, the Nolf Hydley final match and it was a good match. Nolf kind of controlled it, but it really was a good close match. It was either it was what, like four, two or six, two. Um, and, and then yeah. when we saw it again, you know, the controversial match people want to talk about. Um, I, I don't think that it was like, like they weren't saying that he got worse. They were just kind of saying that he didn't make as many jumps. I don't think that's the case. I think that when he hit Hydley that second time, he knew that he knew how good this dude was and he gave him a little bit more respect than, you know, maybe he was with the other guys, not that he wasn't respecting other guys, but he didn't let it fly as much uh, because yeah, he agree. knew this guy's dangerous, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I think, um, like I said, partly guys scout a lot and it, I, it's not easy, but it gets a lot easier to, to slow somebody down significantly. And when you slow somebody down that goes out there full throttle looking to score, you can frustrate them a little bit. And I think that's kind of what happened to, to Nolf. Like when he wrestles guys, he dominates them. And he, he scores a bunch of points. But when people kind of hold on to him and squeeze and, and are sticky and neutral, like he can't really take them down, it's hard for him to keep that same groove um, to, to keep going. And when guys kind of stall it out or game plan, it, I mean, Hadley's underhooks and Imar's underhooks are awful for Nolf, uh, stylistically speaking. And so I think yeah. game planning and everything like that ties into it a lot. Yeah, But, hey, absolutely. I've been swayed. I'm not going bonus point on this one. Ah, Sam. Ah, flaky. Y'all are flaky. Sam. I, uh, um, come on. You, Isaac, you don't think that Jason – if Jason Nolf needs bonus how points, would he do you it? don't think he can go how get it? How would he it? do it? Via Winn-Dixie. Overtie over snap. He cannot turn He can shoot into – you know, he can go from turns into transition. Sorry, take down to turn, right? You can transition, chain wrestle. But so can every, everybody, man. <laughs> All right. I we're think getting he would. another rabbit hole, and I want to talk about 165. Oh, boy. Uh, so, 165, we have, we have David Taylor in the starting lineup for Penn State. Fortunately, as Jude forgot to put him in the first time around. Yeah. Um, we were talking about – uh, Jordan, Jordan needs to know this. We are talking about, you know, the, the all-decade lineups. And, yeah. you know, we, we split them up and, you know, some people made some and some others. Well, of course, we gave Jude Penn State because he's such a, you know, Penn State fan and he lives real close. Um, and so 
he uh he turned in the lineup and i was like looking at it and i'm like no way and i sent it back to him i go dude dude did you forget anybody and he's like uh no it's like look again and he's like oh crap like he left david taylor out of the lineup and not only is that like a sin as a penn state fan but he's your <laughs> coach man he is your coach. They're both four-time finalists, two-time <laughs> champ. You see this Who man like every day. Uh, I put Chenzo. Chenzo, yeah. Yeah, it was Chenzo. Yeah. Um, Who, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Vincenzo Joseph, pretty good, but right. Yeah, I, yeah you know what? But, it was it was a it was a poor mistake. I I overlooked <laughs> my David Taylor. But um, I, I just looked it up, like we were talking about earlier. David Taylor, his senior year went thirty-five and zero. And only only had two decisions on the year. So he had thirty three bonus point wins. It was a ninety four point two six bonus percentage. The only the only guy that he didn't bonus was uh, Caldwell that he hit in the finals and he hit one other time. Um, I mean, he's just insane. But anyways, we all know David Taylor, right? Four time finalist, two time. We really don't need to give stats on these guys. Everybody knows Andrew oh, Andre. World champ. Andrew Howe, we know him too, national champ. I mean, what are you guys thinking? Let's start off. Jordan, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, David just his, – his attacks on his feet are just so, you know, so good. He likes his ankle picks. Um, I'm going to – you know, David Taylor, I'm going to pick him, but I think it's a decision. I don't think there's any bonus points. It'd be similar to, like, the Caldwell match maybe. No, yeah. I, I would agree. Man, yeah, uh, I definitely knows. agree with that. Um, the, these, that these two hitting freestyle too. Yeah, yeah. DT yeah, coming up. They hit a lot. That's right. So David, pretty much. I mean, I think he won every single match they hit, and they hit a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he did. Yeah. But he he was so he was just a transcendent talent in an offensive manner, right? This dude, I don't know if we're ever gonna see a guy that was this just offensively talented and gifted and just, he was so much fun to watch and just the ankle picks and just, I don't know. I mean, he's got to be one of the best of all time on his feet. Evidently he's going to murder Jude too. Oh as, yeah. As seen on Twitter. As seen on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So they had this, someone, I saw Sam tweeted like, Oh, your, your wallpaper is going to kill you. I didn't tweet or whatever. Someone else tweeted it. Yeah. Someone else tweeted it like, Oh, your wallpaper is going to kill you. Who is it? Um and Sam Sam had Yanni Diakamahalis and so I retweeted the same and my uh, my wallpaper is good old David Taylor, um, <laughs> not a way I would like to go. By the way, I, I death by DT is probably not on my wait, wait. my list. Yazdani so, about experienced that. Wait, <laughs> I don't understand why is he gonna kill you? It was just a tweet like asking who's your wallpaper and throwing some liveliness into it. It's uh, fun. All right, well Yanni, David Yanni Taylor, Andrew Howe, I. Andrew Howe's a freaking beast, man, and he's hard to score on. Um, but peak college for both of these guys, um, I agree that it's a super close one. I, I think I'm not going to go major here, but I'm going to go like like almost there, right? Like a 7 <laughs> So not a super close one. Yeah, I'm saying like 7-2, <laughs> somewhere in that range, but like teetering on it, but it's not going to. No, I'm going to get regular decision. All right, I'll, I'll follow suit. David Taylor, Magic Man, Ankle Pick, Wizard. Absolutely. Sam, put our checks. All right, I think I think we're all going in favor of, of David Taylor. Jack, who you, who you got? 
Yeah, I'll go. I'll go, David Taylor, and I'll I'll say it. I'll say he majors him. Um, oh, <laughs> I'll follow suit, dude. Tough, man. Um, how's awesome? He's sweet, but I mean, David Taylor is uh, he's on another level of, of anyone, you know. Oh my gosh, oh, for sure, Jordan. So, what what do you got? You got DT? Yeah. Yep. Decision. All right. So I, I want to ask. I want to ask Jordan this question because you're the first Penn State guy we've had on here. Um, so oh, we've kind of yeah. brought up this this last – or this kind of like three guys here um, a couple of times because when we originally made the lineups, um, you know, we had Mark Hall, 74, Ed Ruth, and then Bo Nickel. Uh, and we yeah. got into the first episode. And, you know, for whatever reason, all of us just completely slipped Quinn right out of our mind. I don't know right. how that happened. So he was – you know, we ended up putting on here – you know, kind of slash Quentin, right? But, um, you know, a couple of times it's been thrown around that maybe the best lineup per se could have been Ed at 74, then Bo, then Quentin. Do you, what do you think? Do you like it like this or would you rather it be like shaken up somehow? Um, I think I like it like this. Um, just because... <sighs> Quinn Wright had an amazing career. I mean, you know, he's obviously he's really good, but he's had some like rocky seasons, like up until you know the the big show. Like, yeah. He just got better as the season went. Every single season. So if this was like a a dual meet that happens, we're taking know, prime, prime January. Just just you know have fun. I don't know. I don't know if he would wrestle as well as if it was you know the national finals. Yeah, because he was like a ten seed or something in Big Tens one year. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he was. Yeah, he, he, you know, he did really well, but he just would like he yeah. just wouldn't show up sometimes. I don't know, or he just was whatever. <laughs> I think his. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard it. I've had a lot of downtime recently, and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. But on the Bash Mania podcast, Quentin Wright was on there, and that was that's probably one of my favorite uh, shows on his to listen to. So um, I would definitely Dude, give it. A Quentin listen. is awesome. Like I highly suggest you guys. Like I don't know, you gotta so you gotta talk to Quentin right at least once yeah, in your lifetime. Dude. Real relaxed, real down to earth. He uh he has a club pretty close to my house, like maybe forty five minutes away up in West Branch. Um, awesome. Well, it was funny because like real nice guy. I'd obviously watched him on TV. He was a big fan. I loved watching him growing up. But I, I listened to the podcast and he gets on there and start like I didn't know anything about him. You know, he starts talking about how his family raised deer. I was like, dude, this guy's awesome. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, anyway, so let, let's just go to it. 174, Mark Hall, Ryan Christensen. Uh, we, Jude, Mark Hall, you put his name on there. So tell us about him. At 174? I'm confused. Oh, yeah. Okay, Did sorry. You forget what No, I'm sorry. Wrestled? I'm sorry. No, I, I, I was, there was a lot of shuffling around. Okay. He didn't move. He was on the same weight for four years, Jude. Mark Hall. Let me let me tell you about this guy. You haven't heard about him. All right. Uh, three-time national finalist, one-time champ, two losses to Zahid Valencia. Um, he was in the running with it this year with Michael Kemmer. Very good chance of of winning. He beat him in the um, in the Big Ten finals. And uh, man, he's also in hey, high Jude. school. Jude Dyson Gould wants to know who won in the duel. The dual meet was won by Michael Kemmer. Michael Kemmer is an incredible wrestler as well. We'll yeah. talk about him later. But um, 
Mark I, Hall. I had to return the message for Dyson. That's really cool. I'm I'm yeah. really glad you guys like doing that. All right, dude. dude Follow up question: All What right. is uh, Mark Hall's record in Carver? It's zero two, Jacob. <laughs> but this tool is not in Carver Hawkeye. Make sure. But all right, so um, Mark Hall also uh, won three age world or age level championships. I'm I'm pretty sure, and uh, had an incredible college career until it uh, unfortunately came to a close here. So let me kick it back to you, Sam Herring. Tell us about my man Ryan Christensen. All right, so Ryan Christensen is. A three-time qualifier. I don't think he ever All-American. No, he's a four-time uh, NCAA qualifier. Um, I don't. I don't think he ever All-American. Um, but he was. He was pretty close every time he went, and uh, not on Mark Hall's level. Um, I think the only way he could win is a landmine. So it's not happening. Yep. There's none of those left. Um, well, yeah. You got it done. I'm gonna say Mark Hall by major. Um, I Mark Hall's not a tech guy, um, and he he does pin people, um, but it's not as like it doesn't happen all the time, and it's usually in one of the like you know the, the bigger moves. And so I'm just, I'm gonna go major decision here, dude. I'd say he he could pin him. He gets that he catches that underhook off of a Christensen shot, grabs the chin, rolls him in a in an old fashioned twister. Absolutely could, but I'm saying like he's not the he he wasn't ever the guy that just like pinned all the dudes that were like not on his level, right? Um, he did like obviously beat up on him, um, but what are you submit mixer? Uh, <laughs> LOL. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna go major decision. Jack, what you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go Mark, um, unbelievable wrestler. Um, I don't know, like. Man, I think that he should have been more than a one-time champ um, just because of how, how hyped he was coming out of high school. Um, I'd like to like know why, why he wasn't, to be honest. Um, the heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. You asked the question. I gave an answer. The heat and the coronavirus. Yes, absolutely. Eating the coronavirus. <laughs> um, Jack and, and, and Jordan, I want to hear your guys' take on the the NWCA All American, where they where they you know announce these guys as first team and second team All American, and and whether you think that has weights and whether we should regard these these guys as All Americans or not. Um, Jack, what do you think? Jack's an All American. I'm down with it because I got one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Three-time All-American sounds a lot better than two, in my opinion. Um, what, also, like, I was striving for it. Like, I worked for it. Um, it sucks that I didn't get to prove it. But at the end of the day, I mean, maybe don't give it to half the guys in the tournament. Yeah. Um, but... Like I said, like I was in the top eight, so I got a first team, whatever. I'll take it. Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, since the tournament didn't happen, I mean, why not? You know, I don't – what else can you really do? You know, yeah. I mean, why not? I think I think it's good. You know, everyone was working hard. You know, it was, what, a week out when it when it, yeah. this, all this all this happened. So everyone was working hard and everyone qualified, you know. You know, pretty much everyone wants the All-American, the NCAA champion. So, 
I'm just glad we got the brackets. I'm glad we got the brackets this year. Man. Yeah, I I personally think I think that it's definitely a good thing. I know that a lot of people have different opinions on it, but like Jack said, these guys work their butt off all year, and I think that it's good, that, and we pride ourselves on being a sport that earns it um, for sure. But, you know, when that opportunity is literally taken from you, you, know, you, you can't mean? earn it, um, then then I'm, I'm okay. It's not a consolation prize. You know, a lot of other sports just give them out just based off of voting or whatever. I think that's kind of a consolation thing. But these guys worked hard for it. They worked to earn those seeds. Um, I'm with Jack, though. Like, I, I do feel like maybe just the top eight. And I hate saying that because there's always guys that come out in All-American. And yeah. it sucks for that reason. But, I, yeah, I mean, it ended up being half the bracket, like you're saying. And, it like, you know, a guy got honorable mention All-American, and he can say just, I was an All-American. And, like, he was. But yeah. you know, there's levels to this. And if – I, I I don't I'm with Jack too on that. Uh, like he said, we're an earn it sport, and people forget the rest of the season. Like you guys competed since November. It's yeah. not just one. T- like you literally missed out on three days of the season. And I, I've got a little bit to say about that too. You know, is a five month season really worth it? You know, like who's going to watch the opens? Every every weekend in November, who's doing a and and obviously there's a big big difference between those three days and the five months before it, but you guys like the All Americans did earn it, and so there's a line between um, earning it at NCAs and earning it in the rest of the season. But when it comes down to it, you can't say that you didn't earn that that All American because in the long run, you guys did compete for a whole season and the All Americans did well. And also, also, I think the big deal, too, is that, like, the way that the seating is done for the tournament, it, it's not just, like it, – it's not like high school where you get in there and they just kind of, like, talk about it and, like, have a seating meeting. Like, there, there's actual, you know, criteria and reasons these guys got the seeds they got, right? It wasn't like some dudes got in a room and talked about it and, and you know, the this guy's – oh, I think he's better than this guy, transitive property, beat it, whatever. It's like, you know, here's records, bonus points, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they, we also had conference tournaments as well. Yeah, that was, was at hard. least at least that was good. So, all right, bonus points for Marco, all around. Yeah, I think so. I say, I think so. Made right, a decision. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, so 184 pounds. We are going to have Ed Ruth versus a decision here for Wisconsin. Who are we breaking out, Sam? Ricky Robertson would be good. That name might help out against Ed Ruth. Um, it's not Ricky Bobby, so he's not going to win. <laughs> he could be Ricky, Bo- Ricky Bobby. He just shortened the last name. It's Ricky Bobby. Like that. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> we'll go Travis Rutt. Travis Rutt was an All-American. Uh, Ricky Robertson was not, I believe. No. So, a good but decision, Travis Rutt. It could have gotten him an All-American. You never know. True. Ain't first or last, baby. Um, well... Either way, it doesn't matter who steps on the mat. Um, you got Ed Ruth on the other side. Uh, Jordan, you want to tell us a little bit about Ed? Was he around the program when you were there? Yeah, yeah. I was I was here uh, for a couple years when – these last couple years. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of like Nolf. I think, like, they remind me of each other a little bit, just both unorthodox. Um, he, he's just kind of a crazy dude. But I think he uh, he cradles and pins him. Dude, just, I, you know, his crate I, is really good. 
against Travis Wright. Yeah, I think you could definitely pin Travis Wright, dude. Okay, yeah, Ed, Ed is a transcendent creative talent, dude. Man, I, I've like I was watching some Ed Ruth head um, highlights and just the the way he moves and the the way that he can find ways to score is just it's like no other, dude. It's like no other. I don't right. know. If if he if he wants to, I think I if he that's yeah that's like, the big thing. I mean if you yeah you ever, do you remember watching him when he's kind of like just taking his time? Yeah, I mean, he did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Or he just like I don't know what he's doing. Like he but just he, he just didn't. Time. Yeah, he he. Well, I think part of it is sometimes he liked to play with the guy, but the other part was like yeah. he's like I don't see the point in having to go do this. And um, it's weird like. I mean, was was he really chasing the Hodge as much as David was? Because, like, David was going out every single match and trying to, you know, right. end the match early, whereas it seemed like Ed definitely didn't have the, the bonus, you know, the bonus point percentage that David Taylor had. Even though, like, talent-wise, like, you know, that's an all-time, <laughs> you know, conversation yeah. who would win in their peak. Sure. But um, – it was. It's just. It was a di- different. Uh, I guess maybe a mentality. Did you get to watch those guys wrestle in the in the room at all? Well, here's the thing. Like all the you know all the years I've been here, I, there's a lot of you know good matchups in the room, but I hardly get to see them because I'm wrestling at the same time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. So, I actually. I mean, I do sometimes. Like if we have you know a day where we're doing matches or something, then yeah. But. I honestly don't remember those two wrestling. I'm sure they did, but I didn't really get to see it too much just because I was wrestling. But yeah, I wrestled them freestyle that one time. Really? Yeah. Did you tech them? Tech them. Yeah. Yeah. Tech fall. I think freestyle is a different animal too, and obviously, you know, DT kind of committed his life to freestyle, and and Ed, you know, not so as not as much. Um, So, I mean, well, I mean, made a world team, right? But. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's different freestyle wise. Um, but we are talking about Ed Ruth and, and Travis Rat. I'm going to go the same with Jordan Ed Ruth Dexim. I think so. I vote pinfall, dude. I think I think in this like peak Ed Ruth, there's not. I think there's not yeah. much that Travis Rat could do or Ed Ricky, is, Ricky Bobbyson. <laughs> Ed Ruth is currently number six on the Penn State all time. Uh, pins list with 46 oh. pins. That's a lot. The only guys ahead of him are in order, David Taylor, Josh Moore, Zane Rutherford, Bo Nickel, and then Jason Nolf at the top. Wow. That is a, a tough, tough and five. right below him, Mark Hall, Quentin Wright. <laughs> yep. It's ridiculous. All right. Crazy. So I guess we go to 197 now. Oh, everybody's for pin? Or yeah. who's for pin? I don't think anyone's ever moved like like Ed Ruth. The only person that I can think of is like in basketball, like Magic Johnson. <laughs> like the fluidity in his in his movements and his mystery. So different. It's unbelievable. It's so oh, yeah. awesome to watch. Um, and right. I remember the uh the like green hair that one year. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That's what I'm uh, saying. He's he's a crazy dude. He just like He's so like um, easygoing is like the best way I describe him. Like he just, it sometimes seems like he like at times he didn't care, <laughs> almost. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but he he's a really cool dude. Um, but yeah, now he's fighting, so he's doing that now. 
Yeah. I actually got to watch one of his fights the other day. Um, I was at the state tournament and came back to the hotel with, with my other coach, and we're sitting on the couch, like nothing to do at all. And we're snowed in, too. And it, it doesn't snow a whole lot in North Carolina. And for some reason, like everybody got to state and it just like came down. Um, but yeah, we turn on the TV, just like click it on, and it's like Ed Ruth fighting somebody. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to be able to watch him. He, he was doing pretty good, you know, in his early part of his career, but the, I think the past couple of fights he lost. Mm-hmm. I think he went down in weight or something, but uh, hopefully yeah. he'll, he'll figure it out. I think, I mean, I don't really watch a lot of fighting, but I think he needs to go up. I think he's, like, cutting too much weight or just um, he's not as, like, explosive maybe as he was, but hopefully he yeah. figures it out. He definitely looks like skinny. Different, yeah. He, yeah. he looks different. So for sure. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we go to one ninety seven. Man, did we just unanimously pin somebody on an all-decade team? Oh no, Travis Rutt, I, buddy. I'm sorry, Travis Rutt, but it's Ed it Ruth. might happen again. It happened. Yeah. Um, it's not happening again. It could. Hmm. All right. Anyways, last match of the duel: one hundred ninety-seven pounds. Bo Nichols slash Quentin Wright uh, versus Trevor Branvold. Uh, Jordan, I guess we'll let you make this decision. Who are we sending out at 197 for the Nitty Lions? Yeah, um, I mentioned this earlier, but if this is like a, a dual meet middle of the year, I think Bo Nickel for sure is wrestling. <laughs> um, if it's at Absolutely. the end of the year, then I think, yeah, maybe Quentin could be out there. So it's peak. Um, I, what's that? It's, it's both of their peak you have to take into consideration. Okay. I, I'm going to go with Bo. I think he, his last year or two, I just feel like he, he was just on a completely another level, um, you know. And obviously, he's he's a big time pinner. So I'm going with him for for. A fall. Remember when he pinned Colin Moore in like 20 seconds at the most hyped duel of the yeah, year? Like, and, <laughs> yeah, and the same thing to Miles Martin and. <sighs> yeah, so that's that's why I go with Bo. No disrespect to Quentin. Obviously, his all time peak. Sam. Crazy. Yeah. Do, don't don't put that on Miles Martin like it's the same thing. <laughs> he okay. He wrecked Colin Moore in that match. Miles Martin got in on a sick double leg and just got like no, no, crazy. Bo Nickel. It's the same like, thing. I said. I said he pinned him very quickly in a very hyped match. So yeah, yeah but don't, don't I, I want to point out it was not the same. He went from his back to being on top. Well, that's been doing that move since he was six. Yeah, whatever. That's what we do. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that was awesome, but like that was a sick shot by Miles, and like he did everything no, he right. He did. He did. I mean, oh yeah, no, yeah. against almost a- a- anyone else in the entire weight class, that would have been dead to right score. Bo was on his back. He Bo bellies down and then goes back to it. Yeah, he like, baited him big time. Oh and my Miles god, Miles just climbed too high. Like he he had him, man. He just could have been a couple swipes too. Down. Yeah, um, but in it, we got Sam telling us about Trevor Branville. Do you want to tell us a little bit about him? Sure, he's a two-time All-American. Uh, I believe he took second. No, he took fourth and sixth. Uh, was ranked number two all year, one, one of his years. Um, I can't remember which. Um, pretty much all year long, he was ranked number two behind um, a real stud. I, I keep forgetting who it was, but um, was not, that around like Varner time? Maybe? Yeah, it, yeah, I think that might have been it. Uh, dang, why can I not remember this? 
No, I don't think it is actually. It's 2010, 2011. I can't remember who that was. Um, but I mean, it might have been Quentin Wright time. Um, I don't think Quentin yeah, was. This time. Yeah, but. Um, Justin Gilgore won it that year. Okay. I, <clears throat> for me, like, you guys are kind of getting ahead of yourself for me. Um, I, I think Trevor Branville was was a lot better than than you're giving him credit for, but Sam. You got, you got Branville. Uh, I, I don't have Branville winning the match, but I am not going to pick Branville to get pinned. Absolutely not. And I think Bo Nickel pins almost everybody, but uh, you know, Branville was like you saying he's a two-time All-American. He won the Big Ten twice. Um, he was a dude, right? Like the, the guy was good. Um, and, and I, I don't. So is Miles Martin. It's. Oh yeah, my whatever. gosh. Let him finish, Sam. It's a, Sorry. it's a Bo Nickel major for me. Um, I'm not, I'm not going more. Whoa. It's a close match, dude. He pinned Patrick Brucky. Did I say close? I said a major. That could I'm, be 14 to that's one. That's a close I'm, match for Bo Nickel. Shush. Come okay. on. I'm going no. major. I'm going major too. It, I mean. Uh, let's think. The, uh, the Iowa match that was pretty big. Bo pinned. Amy Brooks. Oh yeah. Then the Oklahoma State. He pinned. Was it Boyd? Okay. Yeah. Like, I know. Matches. Boyd. He right. pinned almost every single. Even if they're well, good guys. Also, you guys want to bring up the Colin Moore match? What about the finals? That was a, that was a decision. Right. This so. Yeah. I'm with you, Jacob. I've got a major. I'm not taking. I'm Bo taking. Nickel, don't don't argue with me. Bo Nickel could very well pin Trevor Brenwald, couldn't he? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, that's what we need to hear. Then that's absolutely. Why are we arguing about this? But, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, when I make my pick, I don't pick off of something that could happen, right? Yeah. And any I'm of these Wednesday, uh, any of these Wisconsin Wednesday? guys could pin Wednesday, whatever. Any of these Wisconsin mm-hmm. guys could pin the other guys. It could happen. People catch people right it could happen but i'm going off of what's most likely to happen and what would happen like statistically the most times um and i i, I got major all right what about you jack i got bow by pen because like everyone can catch everyone when bow pins people he doesn't catch them no like not no, a he catch. <laughs> like he's a pinner he pins everyone yeah um, and he's from Texas, so I got it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dude, we are all about loyalty here on Home at Advantage Wrestling Podcast. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I think that's it, right? Everyone gets their votes in. And, I mean, final score are we, is the consensus bow by pin, bow by major. What are we saying? I'm not yeah. going pin, Jack. Not going pin. <laughs> Does it have to be unanimous? So if we collect, no, it has to be majority. So Jude takes. Pin. Jordan takes. Pin. Hi, right, so it's a pin. Nice. <laughs> yes. Look at that, dude. Whoa, Jacob yeah, took eight. it down. <laughs> he left. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> um, before we keep going, like, would y'all take Gable or Paris to win it next year? Ooh. Because we got into it at all. Hey, hey, 32 to 9 is the final score, by the way. So Jacob took it away, but that was the final score. Jeez, landslide by Penn State. All right. Um, I quit. Yeah, okay. Mason Mason Paris or Gable Steveson next year. Who are you taking, Jacob? Uh, oh, are you seriously going to get into this? Yeah. yeah I'm you want to get into this? Uh, why did okay. you leave, it, Jacob? Jacob, why did you leave? Because. No. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked him again. 
<laughs> All right, Sam, tell, tell us about Gable Stevenson and Mar- Mason Paris. Who are you picking in this match? Gable Stevenson. Thank you. Sam, quit kicking me out. It's got to be. I kicked you once, man. Um, no, man. It, we're not, that's not part of this duel. Don't let Jack get this crap it's into Gable, this. It's Gable no, Stevenson. No, no, no. Man. We're arguing that. Come on. Okay, let me have Jacob one-on-one. Okay, Let's listen. The, Not now. <laughs> what we did, and everybody listening, we're, we're gonna, it's going to be posted in the next day or two. We had to split it up, but we made our preseason predictions, right? Predictions are our guess at who's going to end up at the, on the top of the podium at the end no, of the year. No. It's not who's the best guy in the weight class. It's not, you know, all these other things. It's who I think is going to end up at the top at the end of the year. It's not who's the best so right now. So Paris, like, shove Gable Stevenson off the podium and, like, step up? Or how is, there, how is that <laughs> not the best wrestler? Explain yourself. Listen. The reason they have a tournament is so we can find who the best wrestler is. Okay. <laughs> you don't my, have to listen either. I'm my not. argument or my thing is Mason Paris from freshman to sophomore year just absolutely went from not even all Americaning to hanging with Gable Stevenson and the clear number two guy in the nation. It was it was a gigantic jump, right? It was one of the biggest jumps year one or one year jumps that I've seen in the last you know since I've been following, um, and if he continues with that trajectory, I think he's going to beat Gable. I don't think I, he can maintain the trajectory. Listen, listen this e- even with the trajectory, I, I'm not saying he beats Gable every time. I'm saying if he keeps with it, it's going to be a close match that could go either way. It was super close this year. All right. And I think if he continues to jump, it's going to be right there, and I'm going to give it to my man, Mason Paris, because I love watching the dude wrestle, and I, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Right. He's, going to, he's going to do it. And next year, when he beats Gable in the finals, I'm going to get back on here, and I'm going to crap talk you guys all night long. If there's a season... If there's a season, if there's well, hey, dude, I was I was listening. There's a there's a pretty good chance they'll move it to like whatever, like a spring sport. They'll do it in the spring. Yeah, I'd be okay. I saw that they're voting on it. Right. I think that's a good idea. I'd be okay with that actually. Right, y'all look at the screen. You ready? Hey, Sam. Yeah. What we were talking oh. about, what we think is going to happen, our predictions, mm-hmm. right? Is this the future? Oh my goodness! Oh, no, it oh is not. that was that was a pretty takedown, wasn't it? Okay, so are you saying that head-to-head matches, like oh, nice. this argument, would mean that head-to-head matches should never count? I didn't say that. Once again, I, I made a prediction on what's going to happen I, 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 in I the, future. the future. The okay. future. Thank you. All right, Alicia. Like, you know, you might not even pick Gable, but you can no, understand no, no, what no, I'm no. saying. No, I might so not even if pick you're, Paris. If you're saying because that match is in the past and the match that I'm predicting is in the future, then we can't take that into consideration? Dude, I just took it into consideration. Did you hear me that I said how close of a match it was this year? Yeah, it was. But then when I played that match, you were like, no. You no. played one takedown. There was a takedown for Mason Paris in that match. Do you want to play that takedown? I can <laughs> pull that up. Minutes. Go ahead. No. Oh, my God. So we got to wrap this recording up. It's gone too long. Whatever. All right. right. So I don't even know what the final score was because it's not up on the screen anymore. It's thirty-two to nine. No idea. Yeah. Well, it it shouldn't be thirty-two because that's ridiculous. But thirty-two to nine, I guess. Penn State is in the into the finals, um, and they will they will receive the winner of Ohio State and Iowa. 
Um, and that matchup is going to be happening very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be or a great Jude's one. Not going to be on. Um, okay. We have some very, very awesome guests lined up for it. Um, Sam, do we want to tease who our guests are? No. Tease two coaches. Two coaches. Ooh, two coaches. And that's why I can't be on. But thank you so much to our very special guests who came on today, Jack Mueller and Jordan Conway. Thank you for being available. And thank you guys um, for just being down to talk about some wrestling. You guys are definitely awesome, awesome people. And, um, you know, if you guys want to plug anything, go ahead right now. Or not, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I mean, thanks for thanks for having me. This, is, this has been fun. Not really uh, – don't know a lot about wrestling, as, you know, other than – me wrestling. I'm, not, I'm kind of more of a casual fan, I guess. So hopefully I had some input since I'm still here in state college with, you know, the Penn state guys. So fantastic. No, sure, man. You were great. We appreciate you coming on. And, uh, and Jack Mueller, thanks so much. 20 minutes notice when you were on. Yeah. I was about to watch the NBA 2K league. So, um, this is my <laughs> but yeah, check out our last, last podcast. Um, it's on podcast. Yeah. Now. For sure, and if you just let you know, if you would have picked 2K over us, um, there would have there would have been issues there. <laughs> Off the team, you're out of here. There would have been a whole lot of issues. Just like, no, I can't talk wrestling, guys. I'm watching basketball. That yeah, would have been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is it for us here. Uh, make sure you tune into the next episode where we'll we'll have Iowa versus uh, Ohio State, and then. Um, like Jack said, listening to our, our last episode, it was a lot of fun catching up with, with Jack and Seth, getting started with the new crew uh, for HMA Fantasy. But thanks again. We look forward to seeing you next time.